Hi guys and welcome to the Step Into Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel James, and this is episode number nine. Today we're going to be looking at the five key areas of mindfulness training. So we'll dive straight into it today. So engagement. Now, like I've said before, the heart of mindfulness is to be in the present moment, to be in the here and now. So when we look at engagement, it's engagement in each task we do, moment to moment. If we can be more mindful, more present as we're doing each task, we find a sense of peace lurking around in the background. If we can be mindful and present in our day-to-day tasks, we can help manage stress, we can be more focused, we can um, alleviate any kind of needless worrying that might arise. So being mindful and just focusing on the here and now, moment to moment, is such a powerful tool. Rather than getting lost in thought or getting lost in a particular storyline that the mind might throw out, we can train in awareness, train in developing our awareness and being able to be more mindful moment to moment. So it's engagement. And this, we've started with engagement because engagement is, with these five areas, a great start, a great place to look at because when we can be mindful and present, when it comes to these other areas that we're looking at, going to look at, we need to be present in order to activate all these other areas. So engagement is such a powerful tool. Whenever you sit down to meditate, you're essentially training yourself to be more present in the here and now. It's so overlooked, right? It seems so boring, yet it's so profound when you begin to realize how um, peaceful and how... Uh, powerful the present moment really is so engagement being in the here and now focus on one task at a time so on to number two and number two is purpose it's finding what is your purpose what is the thing that's going to get you up out of bed in the morning and allow you to do something bigger than yourself When I began to invest in meditation and mindfulness, my purpose began to open up even more. And the irony being it was meditation and mindfulness. I've always been um, hugely fascinated by uh, the mind and and, and the quality of our lives. How do we define the quality of our lives? And mindfulness and meditation is one tool that I found to be uh, profoundly impactful in my day-to-day life which and then ignited my purpose, which is mindfulness and meditation. So what may be your purpose? What is it something that you're passionate about? And for some people, we can get lost down the rabbit hole of other people's opinions and we live in a um, trapped sense of um, identity in a way where we're looking for ourselves in things we're not even exactly passionate about. So what do I mean by that? I mean, we normally spend our time dwelling on unimportant things rather than dwelling on the things that are most important to us. So if we can be more mindful, we can be more present, we begin to realize what really matters to us. And that will help unlock your purpose, help you see what really gets you out of bed in the morning. What's a service you can provide to others that's bigger than yourself? And for the right reasons, for the reasons that you 
absolutely love doing what you do and you'd do it for nothing if you could. That's a real strong sign of something that you're really passionate about. You'd do it for nothing if you could. And the great thing about mindfulness is the ability to see, okay, here's my purpose. And if we've got a strong sense of meditation and mindfulness in the background, we can keep on track. We can keep focused. We can align to our purpose in a far more productive, helpful, proactive manner. So on to number three is accomplishment. Human beings thrive on accomplishment. We love to achieve things. We love to be moving forward. We love growth. We love uh, aligning ourselves to activities that are moving us in a particular direction. And now if you know your purpose, when it comes to uh, defining your purpose and you understand why you're doing what you do, that's the, the key, key importance here. Why is it you do what you do? Once you understand and, and that answer comes through mindfulness and meditation, you can then start moving towards accomplishing things. And again, you're mindful of that. You're accomplishing things you really want to do. You have a purpose. You are aligned. Once you have a really deep understanding of how your mind works, a deep understanding of what makes you tick, then it's so much easier to keep on track accomplishing accomplishing the things that are going to move you towards your bigger purpose. Real simple. When we looked at number one, engagement, when it comes to accomplishments, we focus on each task as it comes. Then we can move towards our higher purpose. You can call it a higher purpose or move towards your greater purpose. Number four is aligning with emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence, it's being able to differentiate between your positive and negative emotions, but also being able to harness them and turn them on a bit like a light switch. With mindfulness and meditation, we uncover a few areas um, with our training, which could be uh, compassion, which could be loving kindness, but also we can have a deeper understanding of when stress arises, when anxiety arises, how we can, how can we harness focus? How can we harness assertiveness? You begin to become more aware of these states and then you can start using them to your advantage. And that's the key here. Mindfulness is becoming more aware of whatever arises. Therefore, I can then decide what I'd like to use to help me achieve, to help me move towards my purpose, to help me to do the things I want to do in my life. So stress can be a great place to look at because it's normally, to have a little bit of stress in our life is healthy, but when it gets chronic, it gets over the top and it's ruining your sense of fulfillment and happiness, then it needs to be addressed. But if we can understand what calm is, if we can uncover it in our mindfulness and meditation, then it's such a far more effective way moving forward. Now, I want to make a clear point here. With meditation and mindfulness, you're uncovering a lot of these states. You you see, oh, there's stress. Oh, you see there's anger. You see, oh, there's happiness. There's joy. We're not trying to actively make up these states. But once you uncover them, you get to see what they feel like, what what, what is their, their makeup. We can then maybe use emotional intelligence to actively activate these states on command. That's what loving kindness is all about. That's what compassion is all about. It's actively activating these emotional states. Powerful, powerful too. Lots of athletes use this emotional intelligence. Heads of businesses, companies, corporate companies, all a diff- whole, a whole host of different. Um, so many people are using emotional intelligence in their day-to-day lives, and it's a powerful, powerful tool. And finally, number five, mindful relationships. Probably one of the most important ones. The quote is, you're the average of the five people you spend 
your most time with, right? That's a common quote. And mindful relationships is being mindful of the other person. Understanding that they're going through the same human condition that you are. We're only all we're all experiencing the human condition. The only difference is we might be telling ourselves a different story. There'll be different things going on in each of our lives. But if we can be aware of our own internal um, thoughts, emotions and feelings, then we can be far more effective at being compassionate to other people and far more effective at working together with other people. We can judge them less. If we're judging ourselves less, we'll probably judge others less. That's such a powerful thing to be able to lock into. Being able to step back and see, ah, there's a feeling, there's a thought. You can see that in yourself. You can then move this towards another human being. Now, there is a powerful exercise we do in mindfulness and meditation where we focus on three sets of people. And this is a loving kindness meditation. And this is aligning that emotional intelligence. So we start with ourselves. We've got to be kind to ourselves. Then we start with someone who we really like. So this is one. This is number one. Moving to someone you really, you're really, uh, you're really close to. Then moving to someone who's kind of neutral, and then number three is moving along to someone who's maybe um, you're having a difficult time with at the moment. And by developing this, we can develop a real strong sense of how to increase our sense of connection to other human beings. We're all going through the human experience. We're not in this alone. So being able to have far more effective relationships is clearly going to impact your whole life. It's going to impact your workplace. It's going to impact your family time, everything. So relationships is a huge part of mindfulness and meditation. So let's just recap them very quickly. We had number one, engagement. Number two, purpose. Number three, accomplishment. Four, emotional intelligence. And five, mindful relationships. So try and harness these guys in your mindfulness and meditation training. And as always, be mindful. Be meditative and we'll see you in the next episode.